0: Hello, welcome to another episode of The High Ground, powered by Premier Companies. Ryan, how are you today? Wonderful. Always wonderful. I'm doing wonderful, too. Oh, that's good. And We've got two special guests with our Farm Legacy series and the longtime friends uh, in the in the uh, podcast room with us, Charlie and Ed Sanders.
1: How you doing? Good morning. Good. good morning,
0: gentlemen. Well, I'm going to ruin it right quickly because we start off with the question of the day. This is a horrible question. <laughs> and it is a bad question. <laughs> and Charlie we'll work. You go you get to go first. So uh tell us what <laughs>
1: tell us the dumbest thing that you've ever procrastinated on. And right. why? Well, I guess I gotta clarify. What is what do you mean by dumb, Sal? I well, mean, is it is it dumb in other people's opinions or minds, or is it is this my I guess
0: it had to be somebody else's, right? Because if you are procrastinating, then No, I would say it'd be in your own
2: mind. In but your that's own? just
1: yeah. I you know. <laughs> <laughs> Procrastination, like I said, is a, is a way of life for me. I uh, it's it's a personal thing, and uh, business wise, I don't procrastinate no, at all. No, but personally, it's just like haircuts and <laughs> going to the doctors, and so, I just put it off. And you know, um, you know, one of the things that I truly and this is probably dumb, just because of a, a enjoyment of life type thing, but one of my true loves of life is playing golf, yeah. and I have. Since I've got back to the farm and gotten into farming, I have not played golf in a I have over never
0: seen you yeah. even
1: talk about golf. Yeah. I did yeah. not know so that. So that's a good answer. Yeah. That I, is a really good I, answer. I, uh, and they and I should. I just Every year, it's like, you know, I'm going to just grab the bag and go hit a couple of balls. And I never do. I just procrastinate and, you know, something else comes up and... And put other people ahead of me as far as family goes and, and needs and so forth. But uh, huh. I got to get out there and do it. I used to, when I, I mean, I was in a league. I played every week and uh, was actually doing pretty good. But did not I, I know have, that. I have not swung a club in probably 15 years. We'll have to get you wow. up in Greensburg. I think we got yeah. a golf outing this year. There you go. Put it on your calendar, and you, we'll make you go. will make you go. There you go.
3: Can I operate the beer cart?
0: <laughs> <laughs> we, get, we get a lot of volunteers for that.
3: Because I don't think swinging golf clubs in my mental anymore. But, uh, I used to a long time ago. My uh, first father-in-law uh, was a big golfer and flew me all over the country, and I think most of those real expensive courses paid him to – not let me play. Yeah. Come back. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they, they
0: don't bring that one back. <laughs> yeah, they,
3: they, I think they thought I was a uh, caterpillar just digging. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. Oh yeah, An excavation crew. Huh? <laughs> yes, sir. Well, yes, sir. Ed, what is your What is your uh, You don't procrastinate on too much, though, do you? To- I don't procrastinate on much at all. But again, I'm, mine's probably more work related. The dumbest thing, and we do it on a daily basis, almost every day. It seems like. But when do you sell grain? Oh. Because you'll sit there and you'll hold off for that two more cents and then you'll watch it go down 20. Yeah. And, and it just seems so dumb. You're holding for two cents- <laughs> To Lose 20 to 40 cents, and this to me, that's just dumb. Why didn't you just sell yours two cents to where you wanted to be? Nope, <laughs> gotta get that. We two. talk
0: about that on our podcast we with, with uh, Aaron in here and about just setting targets, and that way you don't have to worry about it.
3: Well, yeah, but I, again, I think all of us want five dollar, yeah. Well, gosh, yeah, you know, and so it gets to 498, and nah, I gotta have five dollar corn, and then it goes down to 450. Yeah, wow. and you're like, you know, how dumb can you be? Two cents <laughs> that would be to me the dumbest, <laughs> Ryan. What's
0: yours? <laughs> <laughs>
3: I, or I should, don't we like this at all. should we just ask your
0: wife? Should huh? we just ask your wife? Well, and, and, and so
2: I'm not a procrastinator, so to speak. I mean, I really do just I just get into things. I usually look back and see what I've done wrong because it didn't take time to think about it. So, I would guess I'm not real good at this, but uh procrastination um you know, I, I haven't spent a lot of time enjoying personal time. I mean, my kids got growing and and we didn't do a whole lot of things other than work and sort of keep on that so um now at this later stage in life though i had put off some of those things not necessarily golf my son golfs all the time and and uh but just just fishing and that kind of stuff so yeah that's hadn't made a priority out of those non-work related items and uh so yeah it's dumb because yeah. <laughs> because I am not gonna, I didn't add any days to the end. No. Nope. <laughs> so tick tick tick. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. So you
0: know, I could obviously say like uh fishing or hunting and stuff. And I I never procrastinate my haircuts. <laughs> I got to get those. But. <laughs> No. No. You know, I don't wake up looking like this, Ryan. I got to put some work in. On I
3: it. get it. I get it. I you mean, you're not always this pretty. No, I got to work on it. <laughs> I mean,
0: is... I think it's a
2: shot to me. But the other day, one of our employees had a really nice haircut, really nice short haircut. And he said, wow, you look so much more professional, which
3: I, <laughs> I don't hear that. I don't hear that a lot from
2: him. So.
0: I think one of the things I do on a daily basis is email. I mean, I just get so many emails. And I think we all do. And. I think uh, my coworkers and stuff know to send me a text if the, if it's got to have a quick response or, but um, I just can't stand going through email. I don't feel like I do anything. It just seems yeah. like I don't. I'm not very productive. So I will procrastinate on email.
2: Yep, I get it. A lot of my emails start with, sorry for the delay. (laughs) Hope you're well. Well, After a while. this email finds you well. (laughs) That that becomes pretty telling after about 10 of those in a row. You're like, that's probably on me. (laughs) All right. Well, um, guys, thanks for joining us. And our Farm Legacy Series is a way that we like to shine a light on our customers and members. And obviously, with being such a small percentage of of the populace anymore it's important that you guys tell your story and um and we hope that this is a this is a good avenue to get that story out there and say here's what we do here's why we do it um here's how others benefit from it and what we do well so let's just start this off with what year did your farm start and who
3: started it well <clears throat> our father started farming he, he actually came back from michigan he was born and raised in Scottsburg, indiana as well, <laughs> as well as well as well as 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 there's four of us children. We've got two sisters that are older than me and my brother, and then me and my brother. And my mom and the two sisters were born in Detroit. My dad and both us boys were born in Scottsburg, oh, wow. <clears throat> But my dad, you know, they, him and his mom and dad moved when he was probably, I'm going to say, 12 to 13 years old. They moved to Detroit, Michigan, and uh, that's where him and my mother met and they actually started dating when they were basically going together, as you want to call it as kids, uh, in the seventh grade, and they stayed together their whole life till she passed away in 2011. Oh, and right. uh, But uh, they actually moved back. They had the two girls in Michigan, and they moved back and started farming in, in 1960.
0: Wow. 1960. Very good. Mm-hmm. Very good. Did not know that. The story, I guess your story about how – when did you all end up or come back to the farm? I would tell me, I guess, both of your all's paths on how you got here today. And
1: there's two separate paths there, yes. for sure. Um, you know, I uh, when I got out of high school, I went to college, and chose a career in the ag industry, and and uh, was uh, working in the supplier manufacturer rep industry. And uh, which company? It was work at the time. It was ICI, which ICI? turned to Zeneca, and which now is Syngenta. Um, but, uh, and I was in Northeast Indiana up in the Fort Wayne area at 13 counties. And, um, that was about the time the seba gaggy and the, and the, the merger all went through and, and uh, there was a lot of redundancies and so forth and the, the, the field kind of shrank. Yep. And, uh, at that time I chose a, a different path to be with, uh, my, uh, the mother of my two boys, and uh, ended up in Michigan, of, of all places, talking about mom and dad, yeah. you know, growing up in Michigan. And, and uh, I ended up back in the Detroit area and, and uh, chose a, a path in the home improvement industry and was there for almost 13 years. And um, in 2011, uh, you know, 2010, mom got sick and, uh, and passed away in 2011. And, and of course, the recession at that point, it was going rampant, and sure. the Detroit area was even worse. So, um, and then the home remodeling industry was falling apart up there. So, I uh, was coming back and helping on the farm and, uh, and moved back in 2012 and, uh, and started farming with Dad and Ed at the time. And then Dad retired in 15. And that's when uh, Ed and I uh, took over the farming
3: operation. Okay. Mine's a pretty simple. I've been working on the farm since I was just a little kid. I started probably when I was six driving tractors and, uh, never looked back. I actually, uh, my whole high school life, I went to school at uh, 730 in the morning till 1030 in the morning, came home and farmed the rest of the day and, uh, been there my whole life. That
2: uh, would be a bad gig. We, that yeah, would be well. about the right mix.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you say that, but the problem with that is, is you miss out on a lot, just like you talk talking That's about right, working right. on yeah. I mean, I didn't go to ball games, didn't go to this, didn't go to that. All I did was farm. Don't regret it. You know, uh, enjoy what I do. I love what I do, but I, I do encourage any youth that is going forward make make sure you go to your school get
2: involved, I mean, get, get, yeah, involved get involved but involved. go to
3: school you know the, that's time you, you can't buy it back yeah. yeah i mean you can't go to school the second time yeah. you know well maybe in the near future you can i know this country we're kind of living <laughs> in go hey let's go to school when you're 50 <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i wouldn't <laughs> i wouldn't either but I wouldn't. <laughs> nothing would surprise me anymore but no. uh, but yeah i've been i've been on the farm since i was just a young young man a young kid and uh been there you know my whole life i'm 61 now getting ready to turn 62 and and uh enjoy what i do
0: we're definitely going to put some pictures up of the farmstead because it is it is a beautiful beautiful farm i used to don't get things that procrastinate on don't get over there as often as i like but i always remember just pulling in the driveway it just felt like the stress just dropped off with the big <laughs> lake right along the...
3: You should have hey, do the bills. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <They changed it. laughs> yeah. Or sell corn. <laughs> or sell corn. <laughs> it, it, it might look pretty, but, you know, I think all, all we do is mow and clean. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that was the way our, our mom and dad was. I yeah. mean, everything had to be kept nice, and, and we still do it the same way today.
1: Yeah. Sure.
0: So Sanders Farm Service. So that was a... So there's a business component and a farm component. So tell us kind of the separation between the two... The two business units, I guess, the farm and the business.
3: Well, Dad started the Sanders Farm service back in the late sixties and he actually started back then uh with you know uh, Stoffer and uh Larry, you know, Hofmar <laughs> back back then. then <laughs> Fresh the out of college. Yeah, yeah them goes uh, and, and then we just kinda of, but uh you know, so uh, that's how it started and he basically started it uh trying to get a way to get his own inputs cheaper. Yeah. And then sure. also providing, you know, a service to our, our local community and stuff. And so we've been involved, you know, as Sanders Farm Service for pretty near sixty years now. Wow. Mm-hmm.
2: Fertilizing chemical
3: fertilizer it's chemical and seed. seed. And seed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Very good.
2: So as members of Premier, um, why is, why how long have you been a member of Premier and, and why is a cooperative important to you? Let's go let's go down that path for a little bit. Uh, and if it's not, we'll. End it yeah, out. we'll cut that
1: out.
0: <laughs> we'll see how this goes.
1: <laughs> of course, you know, when when we started uh, our portion of it, the legacy, like, the, the continuation of it, you know, we, there was a lot of things that, in, when we give all the respect in the world to our dad and, and what he did and what he built, and, and, and an amazing uh, man in a lot of ways. And But he was a creature of habit and still doing a lot of what he did, um, you know. 20 years prior or more. And so um when he retired in 15 we we kind of started looking at okay what is important to us and and uh, r- truthfully farming was the po- important part of it. The uh the business side of it we we it was never a profit center. It was uh, again it was an an opportunity more to, of a service to get your to get yeah. your inputs a little cheaper and to provide a service to the the community and the farmers and and so forth. And um, so we we were like, well, if, if farming is important to us, how can we make it better? And and I, I'll be honest with you, um, one of the things, I'm not an, an, a student of, uh, of leadership or a student of uh, entrepreneurism or anything, um, but most of the people that I see out there that are successful surround themselves with uh, individuals who can help and who are smart and who who have knowledge in areas where maybe – you lack or i lack and uh so Premier, um obviously the, the the first thing we thought of was well we need to we need to know what our soils are are like uh, dad was not a big uh, uh and opportunist as far as trying to to soil sample and and keep the fertilities in the in the lime and so forth he did it on a on a broad scale basis but we decided you know what we're going to get a lot smarter at this and so we reached out to to sal and to to uh Larry and and individuals in the industry, and and that's where we kind of came into our relationship with Premier and uh, the TRAX program at that time. And and, uh, that was really what got us rolling on uh, on that, and that led down to uh, the the energies, the fuels fuels and the propanes, and also the uh, agronomic part of it, the the inputs, the the chemicals and and so forth. So that's kind of how we got in with Premier.
3: Well, and then also, I think you know, because we had such a broad history with you and with yeah. mary and and so many people in premier it, it made it an easy choice for us because we were already dealing with people we've known for years yeah you know and uh, being that we were already in the retail sales, you know we had been involved with a couple other companies and and uh, had a few little problems that we weren't all that happy with, and so we sat down again with sal and and, and a couple other involved in that and and made the ultimate choice to to switch over and um, for us I think it was by far the best choices we've made in a long time because what it did for us like Charlie just said it opened up avenues to where we could get into this program to that program and it made us have the ability to spend more time farming but still provide the service that we you know provide to our customers and so that that was great and the nice thing is again and I've said this from the get-go I don't care if you're a young farmer or an old farmer. There's one thing we all live by and that's trust. Yep. If you trust the people you're you're surrounded with, you know, then then you don't have the worries and the problems and you don't look at, okay, they're 5 cents cheaper over here because you know who you're with is going to stay with you. And that's the one thing I'll say about Premier that we have really grown grown to love is the fact that no matter what, um I feel like I've always had this ace in my back pocket to take care of us if we needed it.
0: Yep. Good? And we will step in it sometimes. I think we just we kind of stepped in it there
3: a week ago,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but we'll fix it. So <laughs> yeah, I got to go
2: by the office that they were in. Like, hey guys, <laughs> <laughs> I'll see I'll see you next week. <laughs>
0: so how do you all? I mean, it seems. Uh, and thank you for the the kind words of Premier Ag and and uh, myself. But how do you all work together? It seems like you guys are natural. It just. Uh, you're you're both definitely your own personalities, but <laughs> but uh it just seems like uh you I mean, guys just fit. Well, I mean, but, my, me and my brother probably wouldn't be that comfortable in a in well, a business together. I,
3: again, you know, Char, Charlie's you know, uh, been eight years younger than me. So when I was young, I mean, it was, it was almost like I was you know his protector, somewhat, so to speak. But uh I, I think the big thing for Charlie and myself is the fact that you know we both have strengths in different avenues. You know, Charlie, I'll be just brutally right up front. Charlie's the, the smart one. I'm not the smart one. You know, Charlie, he, he's, he's very technically smart and, and he can tell me things that, uh, I don't know about the technical side of it. And, and, and just talk me into them <laughs> 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 when I really didn't want to, cause I'm just not the tech guy, you know, but uh, I think that's where our, our, our situation works so well is cause you know, we both have our own strengths and, and me, I'm just a, you know, feet on the ground kind of guy. Um, uh, there's, I love challenges. There's nothing that I don't feel like that I can't do. And I've always been one of the people that, you know what, just tell me I can't and I will, you know? And so, uh, and you know, so it's, it's, that's where it becomes really nice. with Charlie, cause you know, when it comes to tech side, I'm like, Ugh. you know, but he's, he's, <laughs> he's really, he's really good at, it, but, uh, and we're both really just low keyed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I mean, neither, neither one of us, you know, again, loved my dad to death and, you know, but he was very high strung. And uh I'm high-strung, but not in that kind of manner. I just want to go, go, go all the time. Um, my, Our dad was just very high-strung. And so he kind of let things just mount, mount up. We're trying I mean, it is what it is. If 16 hours a day working isn't enough, guess what? I'll go again tomorrow.
1: Yeah. yeah. There you go. Uh, you know, it – uh it, our whole life is – you know, there's been a friendship uh, component to our relationship. And at times it it was – really strong you know when i've went through some hard times in life i mean my my best friend was there to to help me and uh and and when the opportunity came to come back and go in and, and work and try to build this together it was it was really a no-brainer um i have uh, all the admiration in the world for his accomplishments and and uh, credit where credit is due and uh, and talent you know there's from an operation standpoint and and uh, and, and there's really very few people out there that can just jump in something and go and and the learning curve is so short yeah uh, when it comes to to what he can do and and in there again in, in the, I guess he feels that way about me with the with the technical side of it it's I'm not afraid to just jump in and and, uh, and say okay you know what we're gonna go down this road on on mapping and and we're gonna integrate uh, shutoffs into our systems our, our planners and and it's going it's going to improve it's going to do these benefits and uh and the the thing that i think that really complements us as a as a team is that uh we both have strengths in separate fields yet we both can manage and work Uh, i can get into the operations not at the level not at the efficiency but i can get into the operations of things and and he can get into the the technical part of things and and uh, a lot of it is just thinking outside the box and sometimes you've got that force right in front of you. And you, you sure. See, you know, yeah. And I've, been, I've seen that one. <laughs> and and <laughs> Sometimes it hits like a ball yeah. bat, don't yeah. it? Yeah. And, and, then, uh, and then, you know, Ed will say, well, what about this? And it be like, well, you're right. You
3: know? <laughs> and again, communication. And, 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 and that's the key. And I mean, you know, when Charlie came back, I mean, I, I told him, of course, we've said it our whole lives, which we've always been very good. To commun- it's about communication. Yeah. Good, bad, or indifferent. You know, again, I think so i can remember one of the first conversations with, with him was, you know, it's all about communication. Tell me the bad. I can handle the bad. Just tell it to Last me. Last week, yeah. Brian. There you yeah. go. Last yeah. week. Last <laughs> week. But, but, we but can handle that. But don't beat around it. Just Tommy. Right. You know, I can handle it. Just, just you know, put it out there.
2: So, are you the only two in the operation, yeah.
0: or are there others? No, yep. just us two. Just the two. Yeah.
2: yeah. The two
3: okay. So, what do you think the
0: farm will look like in five years or ten years? <laughs>
3: Well, that that we can't answer that. You know, let's have another one of these in five or two. That's right. Minutes. Uh, yeah.
0: You know, there,
3: there there's a lot to that. Oh, we'll
0: be big by then. We'll be international. There we day. go. Yeah.
3: yeah, they'll say whatever you do, don't put them back on the radio again. <laughs> well,
0: hey, and I did want to stop
2: you this for a minute and made a note that we need a smart one. Yeah,
3: you know, that's, <laughs> that's a, right.
2: They said that was the key to their success is yeah. having a smart one. I'm thinking that's probably where we're that's where we're struggling. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs>
3: but no, again, it it's what day by day. That's all I can say. You know, we're in an area down there where we farm. Uh Louisville's growing out very fast. Um, there's been That's in true. the last two years, there's been at least a half a dozen farms. Luckily for us, none of ours that we farm that have sold and went into to housing. housing. Yeah. So it's it's coming around us very rampant and I can't tell you what it's going to be like in, in five years from now. I mean, yeah. I, we might lose half of our ground. You don't know. Yeah,
0: it's a that urban sprawl or whatever the right terminology is, and and now we're finding um, uh, we actually had a, a discussion in another Farm Legacy series just about the uh, renewable energy taking um, solar panel yeah. fields, and that takes ground out of production. That people don't on one hand they think renewable energy good. But food's good too, so yeah. what, wow. it seems like it shouldn't be a one or the other. Well, um,
2: so you, you've alluded to it just now, but uh, but one of the questions you like to ask is what do you think the biggest obstacle coming for agriculture is? And I, I, I'll just leave it to you. I think you just alluded to a piece of it, maybe for personal, but on a broad spectrum, what do you think some of the biggest obstacles are?
3: Well, uh, again, I I think, and me and Charlie talk about this on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. I I think, you know, the biggest obstacles right now going forward is where do we go from here as far as our inputs versus our in price on on our our products that we're making. And and right now, they're not in a good place. And when you're sitting here and you're looking at your inputs, and yes, they've came down 20% or so, not all of them, but some of them, uh, but yet grain from last year is down almost 45%. Yeah. So I mean you're 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 you know you're digging a sideways hole and and I think you're going to see this real strong in the industry over the next couple of years. Um, we've had some really good years for the last four or five years as far as as production, and prior to the pandemic, you know I mean, you know you were doing really well on on your commodities, you know and yes we got up to six dollar corn in in twenty two but guess what our our inputs did
0: sure you know they yeah. went up triple sure
3: you know and so uh i think going forward that's that's the biggest obstacles we have is is how do you make the call uh to sell to not sell to where 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 are you going to find that fine line that's going to give you the edge to be able to survive where we're at right now and where it's going which nobody knows
0: yeah
2: so is that, would you just call that an opportunity as well? I mean, it, it, is, it, I'll, it, I'll flip that back to you. And say, yeah, yeah. what's your biggest op- opportunity?
3: And that is that is your biggest opportunity. Is trying to find that path. You know, again, there's 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 so many avenues, and of course, we have kind of got ourselves tied into the bourbon industry on on our corn, and so there's some opportunities there to make you know a higher premium on your on your grain crop you know but you got to do certain things to do that but sure. but it's definitely well worth it and trying to find those avenues that you can squeeze out another 25 to 50 cents a bushel on corn you know and uh so i think that's just the kind of opportunities you are going to have to try to look for
0: that kind of fits with um kind of the next question is what kind of sustainable practices and you're tied in with the with the bourbon industry which wants a quality product produced in a sustainable manner so As far as sustainability, when you think about soil conservation and things like that, you all farm in some rolling, rolling a lot of different areas.
1: Uh, From we've been in a a highly erodible area. I mean, it's just it's it's been a way of life there. No till farming and 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 trying to sustain uh, the ground and and keep keep things from just washing away. So it's uh, it's been we've been doing that for decades plus, yeah 20 plus years yeah, one of the first no tillers yeah and uh, and and it's you know there's so many other things that are coming down the pipeline we're you know talking about challenges that we may not even see out there and, and i think from a sustainability standpoint um that's where we need to to really focus on um, where is this industry going um we we get uh, feedback from uh from uh, you know the carbon industry and from the, uh, from the, uh, you know, the
3: uh, just lost my train of thought. Well, just the (laughs) folks
0: that are wanting to know how you farm. Right. I mean,
1: right.
3: Well, they want to know how we farm, but they're also wanting to know, okay, why are you killing all of our bugs? Yeah. 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 So you can just, you can just mount the whole list of things up.
2: Yeah. I was at a customer meeting yesterday and it was brought up to me, you know, you guys have this platform to talk about agriculture and, and get out and be advocates for agriculture. And, and this renewable energy that we continue to talk about, the negativity comes from that, that use of land and that inability to ever get that land back. It seems like that once it's gone, obviously it's gone. Um, and so we sort of take this negative tint or get that. Um, we sort of give that reputation of uh, we're, we're against this. But renewable fuels from either biodiesel or, or ethanol, those kind of things... I mean, we're proponents of we're right. we're good with that, and that's yes, an understanding that there is carbon capture from those plants that are out there growing, and mm-hmm. then that grain then becomes a renewable fuel, and then we're going to plant that crop again and right. and continually use that, and and it doesn't destroy the ground, and there's that ground's better and can be improved, so. We don't want to be we don't want to be looked at as oh you guys are against renewals, because we absolutely are not well, but, well, I mean, we're, if we're for them we're, if if anything, we're for them. land use yeah. <laughs> absolutely land use is what we're worried
3: about uh, uh, well right you know and again <clears throat> it's just like you know a couple of our farms that we farm has actually signed up for you know this renewable energy so solar. You know, solar solar a- and uh, now here's what I'll say about that one of the landowners said that that if there's fifteen little hoops to jump through right now they're through number one. So it's going to be sometime on down the road. The only thing I will add to that is, and, and, of course, you all probably don't know much about this because you're not in our area, but many years ago, hmm. you know, they tried to do a nuclear plant there in northern Clark County. Marble in, Hill. In Marble Hill, exactly correct. Spent hundreds of millions of dollars, and guess what? It didn't make it. And my big fear with this solar thing in our particular area how many days of sunshine have we had in the last month? Oh, my
0: month? gosh. <laughs> <laughs> not, not,
3: not, well, not many. And so yeah. at, at what point, let's just say that you, you have a 100-acre farm and, and you put solar panels on it and they're paying you you know $1,000 an acre. That's great, fine, and dandy. But 10 years down the road, they didn't make enough energy to make it a component that is workable. I know they said that they're going to clean it up, but when they go bankrupt, is that going to happen? Right. So as a landowner, are you going to be sitting there no. with 100 acres of – Solar plastic pan- and solar yeah, pan- and, yeah, and and also and on top of that they've now concrete ca- well concrete but they come to find out that it actually creates radiation yeah. Yeah. so now you know, you're you not dealing with stuff you can just put in a dumpster you're going to have to call a, a biochemical company to come in and, and hazmat that
0: Yeah. I think I just got sick yeah. I never <laughs> even thought about that it's bad enough the land's out of production but I never even thought about the marble hill power plant where yeah. it just sat there and it's still sitting there yeah. and it's
3: going to sit there forever forever Hundreds of, you know, millions of dollars. Hundreds of millions. Yeah.
2: And that's uh, it, and that's why we have to continue to drive that message home that farmers ultimately are are the best stewards of the ground that there ever has been because you're reliant on it to be there 10, 20, 30. You're hoping to pass it on to somebody else in the and the thing can continue years now. to do it. Yep. And, and it's a shame that... That that mindset is well, they're just against it because they don't want solar panels. Well, that's that ridiculous. ridiculous. It's an absolute ridiculous statement. And
1: there's right. always exceptions, and there are farmers out there that do that. And and uh, we've always prided ourselves on on sustainability and leaving things better than when we got there. And uh, obviously, from a long time long term standpoint on our on our way of life, I mean, if you rob from the land, <laughs> then you don't have very long to go right so uh we we've done that um we've it's been ingrained in our upbringing and uh, and when we talk to landowners and 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 that's one of the things that they see the, the you know what these guys are not just out there abusing the land trying to take a quick dollar you know we're, we're investing back into the land as we create a lifestyle and an income from the land
0: that's an awesome story great I don't know how we can add too much more than that. I know we got some videos already of the farm, and um, if our uh, listeners, we got listeners on the listen on the radio. But if you haven't had a chance to watch it on YouTube, we'll be putting in some videos.
2: Yeah, Farm Legacy series is one that you want to partake of on YouTube for sure.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, um, most important lesson you guys have learned during your careers, maybe even outside of farming. But uh, we've hit on a lot of important things. I, you guys, have, this has been a great interview. But uh, be open,
1: be open for change. <clears throat> you know, and, and even being invited to podcasts is not the most comfortable thing in the I world. I can tell. You work quite yourself. Uh, I was like, Charlie seems a little preoccupied. He with wanted that the credit thing. as a cameo appearance, Sorry, an extra. That's what he
2: told me last yeah, there, week. He's not, more, more, sir, going to be an extra. Yeah, yeah, I noticed in all the
0: communications, Ed was getting right back with me, and Charlie was not quite right. so much. Hoping that the yeah. next
3: one would say, no, it's canceled. In his in his defense, though, he you know Char- I've been in this situation for, for the last 30-some years with another thing that I was involved with, so – I'm so used to speaking on a microphone in front of thousands of people at a time so to me yep. it's just it's just natural where well, Charlie doesn't get as much of that as I do.
0: Well he's a natural he's doing he, this he, fine. He, Charlie oh, yeah, does fine. a great
3: Charlie does a great job he's just not as as used to it as I have been. Yeah, you know but but, uh, but no that things change. Be open to
0: change. Be
1: open to change. You know that's uh and you know I mean we don't know how tomorrow's going to look and you know so we're we're We we like to lay our heads down and sleep at night, so with a clear conscience and get up the next day and do it do it again. It's awesome.
3: Well, and that again, you know, you you know, you have to accept change, no matter what life changes. I mean, ten years ago, I could jump out of the back of a pickup. I wouldn't dare do that today, you know. So change, you know, Uh, talk and (laughs) roll. But but they would would probably take me to take me to the hospital afterwards. But and again, I think for for Charlie myself in the end run, this is the bottom line. That's again, this is what I love about Premier. Um, My word is my word. And if I tell somebody that, that hey, you know, I'm, I'm going to do this to your land, this is what I'm going to do, I do it and, or we do it. And, uh, and I think it's very important that people realize that no matter what going forward, whether it be farming or any entity in, in, in the world, that, you know, you can have all the money in the world. But if your word is nothing, you have nothing. Your word is everything you got. And, and for us growing up on the farm and, and which has been a wonderful life, uh, that's the thing that I think that we try to continue the most. It's awesome.
0: Good.
2: That's
3: all, all right. I got.
0: that's
2: all I got. Thank you for being here for another episode yeah. yep. of the uh, High Ground and another edition of our Farm Legacy series. I well, thank you for having us. This has been great. It's been, a it. it's been a pleasure. Love it. Pleasure. Love pleasure All right. Well, that's another episode of the High Ground, powered by our Premier Companies. Please like and subscribe. Thank you, Charlie. Have, Have
1: a seen. great day. Thanks, thank you. you.